and it reads, I'm reading from the NASB version. Uh, it reads, for whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? And how will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me go back to 14. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? How will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. However, they did not all heed the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Amen. I want to use for topic today, the importance of witnessing. Amen. The importance of witnessing. <clears throat> uh, so when we look at this book, Romans, this is uh, Paul writing to the church in Rome, and he is encouraging them to be focused on sharing the gospel or the word of faith with understanding that uh, the word of faith brings salvation. So with the idea of witnessing and its importance, we want to look at what I put the three seeds of witnessing, the three seeds of witnessing. So one, we have witnessing increases faith. Right. So when I say witnessing increases faith, this is not only for the unbeliever to gain faith in Christ, but for the believer to fortify their faith in Christ. Amen. Right. Because when I'm sharing the gospel to someone, I'm not only helping them, I'm actually helping myself to continue to go through the motions and the work of sharing the gospel, which helps me remember what I'm teaching and feel even more faithful about what I'm teaching. Uh, the second one is witnessing introduces the unbeliever to their creator. And this idea, some people don't know anything about God. Some people believe that God is Buddha. Some people, I know people who say, you know, the universe is in control. Uh, I know a guy that uh, I was talking to a couple weeks ago and uh, his his uh, his son passed and he was saying how the universe really messed his life up. And I'm like, man, how how painful is it to to uh, to grieve with no one to talk to? Right. Because you can't you can't talk to the universe, Come on. but you can talk to Jesus. Yeah. Right. So witnessing introduces the unbeliever to their creator. Then the third part, uh, witnessing is the door to salvation. Yeah. So the Bible is teaching us that how can they know who Christ is lest they hear a preacher? And this does not mean just Pastor O, just me. This means the preached word of God, us talking to other people at our job, mm -hmm. uh, at school, wherever we are. So in today's culture, uh, we know that the world is driven on self-knowledge. You hear a lot of people saying, you know, I am God or I'm, I'm, I got to know my, my higher self. And I think that 70% uh, of the world considers themselves as someone who does not need a savior or haven't even heard the name of Jesus. 
So as a believer, specifically a man of God, a woman of God, minister or preacher, we need to be witnessing uh, with everyone that we come in contact with. So and how do we witness? We witness we witness with our life. Right. We witness with our words. We witness with our actions. So I like how the Lord talked it and he walked it. Yeah. And that should be our idea, our concept, not just saying Hey, you know, God is good and God said do this, but actually living it out because it's easier to believe a person who's telling you to do something that's actually doing it. That's it. Right. Because it makes more sense. If I say, hey, God is going to change your life if you continue to read his word. But every time you see me, I'm out, as my pastor will say, I'm out in them streets doing all kind of crazy stuff and I'm not living according to what I'm telling you to do. Then you're going to say, well, I don't know if I should follow that because he's telling me to do something, but he's doing the total opposite. So if we want to really have a strong witness, we need to walk the walk and talk the talk. Or as Barry White had the song said, practice what you preach. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So with the idea of witnessing, uh, I did a word study for the word witness in this context is the idea of a word, the Greek word moderos. And it's rooted or we, that's where we get the word martyr from. So when we look at the word martyr, a martyr derives from uh, someone or a person who is killed because of their religious beliefs or their just beliefs, period. You hear people say Martin Luther King was martyred. Why? Because of his beliefs and what he pushed for. Christ Jesus, right? No, we know he was crucified. He was martyred in the context because they killed him because he said, I'm Jesus. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one come to the father but by me. They say, man, this man is crazy. We got to get him out of here. So they killed him. So with that idea as witnesses, now I'm not telling you to go to places where you know they're killing Christians. Say, you know, I'm going to put myself in life in, 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 in harm's way and I'm just going to go over there and I hope I die. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that there's a space of confidence that we have in Christ Jesus that we are not afraid to witness to people, regardless of the situation, right? I might have someone who's upset that doesn't want to hear about it, but God has called me to at least tell them, right? I'm not going to fight them. My mom always told me, God ain't no bully, right? He's not going to fight with you to believe in him. He's going to reveal himself to you, and then he's going to show you what he can do in your life, and you accept, right? So as a believer in Christ Jesus, I'm called to say, hey, Jesus is real. I know him for myself and it would be a pleasure for you to know him right as well. And it's up to them to decide what they want to do with it. I'm not going to fight with them. But in all situations, in all circumstances, God has called me to be a witness to everyone I come in contact with. So when we look at the three seeds of witnessing, the first one is verse 13 and 14 and witnessing, witnessing increases faith. It says, for whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? Like I said, this is not just someone standing on a podium or in a pulpit or someone who has considered themselves have been called to preach. This is every believer in Christ Jesus. Every believer in Christ Jesus. Everybody. All of us. Right? Wherever you are. Your church. uh, Because I think sometimes we feel like, well, since they're in the church, automatically they say, but it's folks in the church 
that don't really know God and they're looking for something. So we're sharing the gospel in our church, doing life with people at our job, wherever we go in a grocery store. Sometimes you see people you haven't seen in a while and you're able to tell them where you've been. I had a friend of mine. We were talking and uh, he was like, man, so what you been up to? I said, man, you know, I went back to school, got my bachelor's. I'm teaching now. So he was like, man, every time I see you, you're doing something better. And I was like, it's not me. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I, cause, cause I'm silly, right? I, I make mistakes. I'm human. It's not me that's deciding you need to do this. You need to do this. Like I'm getting ready to start seminary school this August. If I'm telling the truth, I don't want to go to seminary. Not because I want to learn more about God, but I know it's difficult. Right. It's hard. It's a lot of writing. It's papers. But I felt the Lord telling me, hey, it's officially time for you to go back to school and get your master's. So that is what God is telling me to do. Right. right. So I'm following his word. So when we're looking at witnessing, we need to be ready. We need to be able to share. We should be reading our word to help us witness even better. Now, when we call on the name of the Lord with belief, we are saved. But the Bible tells us, too, that whoever calls on the name. So we must call on the name of the Lord to others and not sharing the gospel. So their faith can be increased to where they obtain regeneration. I want to use a cross reference scripture of Joel two, Joel chapter two, verse thirty two. And it reads, and it will come about. That whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be delivered. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be those who escape, as the Lord has said, even among the survivors whom the Lord calls. So even in the Old Testament, Joel is telling us that if we call on the name of the Lord, we will be delivered. And I think it's this idea of eternal salvation. Right. Because everyone we we can't live forever, but we will live in eternity. Right. Always, you know, as young folk got to saying, YOLO, you only live once. And that's not true because we go somewhere after this place. That's right. Right. And the idea is our relationship with God covers us eternally, not just temporally here on Earth. So it's imperative for us to witness to other people so that they can have what we have, so that they can have a relationship with Christ, real relationship with Christ. Let me get a little, little squig of this water. Thank you, cuz. Give me this water I needed. Uh, so, no, so I'm, I'm excited about witnessing because I think sometimes as believers, we like talking with people, but we forget about how important it is really to share the gospel to other people because there's a lot of people out here lost. I mean, you look at Hebrew Israelites now, the new black, well, it's kind of new, but they kind of been around. But you know how they'll tell you all black people are Hebrews. And it's like, really, logically, you only know that if you can trace your bloodline and know that you're Hebrew. Right. But they'll tell you, hey, you know, all of the Hebrews are going to the kingdom and everybody else are sinners. And they got videos on YouTube where they got people kissing their boots. And it's, it's really demonic, <laughs> right, on, on, all, on all accounts. But, you know, you have, sometimes you might have an opportunity, even though sometimes people like the Hebrew Israelites can be rude, 
you might have an opportunity sometimes to share the gospel to them. So it gives us the, the benefit of reading the word to be able to say, hey, I know that that's what you're teaching, but that's not accurate. Because if it's all about law, we can go back to Genesis 15, 6 and know that the Lord counted Abraham belief as righteousness. So we know that we had grace before the law. Right. So understanding that we need to read our word, too, is important about witnessing. Because if you don't know what you're talking about, your actually your faith will be decreased. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If we honest, you know, you think, you know, something and you go say, hey, you know, this, this, this. And they like, uh, no, nah, well. I think this, you're like, ooh, I don't know nothing about that. Now, now, now you're nervous and you feel like, you know, well, man, I haven't said it enough is what I'm actually believing true. You know, and I went through, I went through a phase like that, just sitting at the barbershop. I remember God talking about, uh, about second Kings and stuff like that. And he asked me, said, well, how come, uh, the black, the Jesus that black people worship, the deity don't look like them. Every other color they deity look like them. And I had no answer and I couldn't answer it. And I started feeling uncomfortable and I was like, man, well, I need to go home. I need to go study. And as I studied, I gained more confidence to engage him more. So reading our word is so important to witnessing, because if you're going to witness to somebody to somebody about Jesus Christ, you got to know Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> right. So witnessing is important. And the first reason is because witnessing increases faith, not just for us but for the other people, because God commanded for us to go, therefore, and teach all nations and make disciples. And that's Matthew 28, the Great Commission. And we are doing this for his glory, not for status, not for prestige, not for power and not for popularity. The Lord desires a relationship with us for our souls and our sake, not his. So our goal is to share the gospel and we do this for his glory. And I think sometimes, man, you know, we go through we go through turmoil, we go through strife and it can it can it can really be a take a toll on us. But I've learned the older I get, I start seeing like, how can I use the things that I go through to be a blessing to other people? You know, like I, I had uh, left my, my job at the hospital because in my eyes I was thinking, you know, uh, well, if I if I resign, then I won't get COVID. And, you know, I'm just helping my family. My wife was working from home at the time. And I ended up getting COVID in 2020 by serving at the church. <laughs> and right. So my idea, I'm thinking I'm going to make all now. This was all me. I'm going to make I'm going to leave and then I'll be safe. And then I still ended up getting COVID. And I never forget, I was talking to my daughter, we were doing a, a, a Bible study. And I asked Maddie, my youngest daughter, I said, what did you get from this? And she said, what I learned is that if God is a real God and he's a true God and he's not fake, we can trust him. All right. And it helped me because I said, man, even though I'm going through a really tough time, right? And I'm not talking down on what anybody's going through. But I learned that during that time for what was rough for me, now that God has brought me out of it. And even when I was in it, I was able to use it right. to witness to someone and say, even during COVID, right. even during my time of sickness, I can still see God in me and I can still see God reveal himself to me. So even the things that we go through, trials, tribulations, rough times, we can use them yeah. to witness to other yes. people. 
because we are not the only people that go through things. Yeah. 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 Unbelievers go through things, yeah. right? Unbelievers go through, go through turmoil, trial. They have pain. They have gripes, and we do too. But the difference is, is that we have Christ in that with us, yeah. and that is vital. And somebody out there is going through something, and if we are not on mission to witness and tell them what thus said the Lord in our lives, then they miss out on being able to have the peace in their turmoil like we do. Right. right now, that doesn't mean that I won't get upset. Right, I'm human, yeah. but at the end of the day, I know that Christ is with me in my struggles, yeah. and that's another part of witnessing. So we witness to. Uh, to share the faith to the believer, but to the unbeliever, but it also builds us up. Amen. Uh, on the number two, uh, we witness to introduce unbelievers to their creator. And I kind of already talked about this a little bit, but the unbeliever is introduced to their creator when we witness to them. Yeah. The unbeliever hears the word by the preaching of the word and the preached word of God is the kingdom of heaven. Now, the thing, though, is that this is sound doctrine preaching. This is not, uh, you know, I've heard before, you know, you take one step, God will take two. Or when you turn 12, all your sins are on you. And I was like, man, that is not in the scripture. <laughs> right? that, like, who told y'all that? And then I start thinking, man, that's horrible. What if I'm 12 and I'm confused? Like, now all my sins on me, like, what am I going to do? You know? Now, you know, you take one step and God will take two. Well, what if I can't take no steps? What if I'm what if I'm tired? You know, what if I'm frustrated? What if I'm going through something? What if I'm depressed? What if I'm down? And then I, God is saying, well, I can't help you until you step forward. No, God is going to get us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. He, he desires to be with us. So, you know, this is sound. This is a sound doctrine. We should be witness with sound teaching. And I was thinking about that because the reason this is vital, because false teaching, like we talked about uh, witnessing being the key to salvation or being the door to salvation. Uh, false teaching gives you the wrong key to the right door. Come on. Right. It gives you the wrong key to the right door, because what false teaching does is it'll say, yeah, you should believe in God, but everything in between is inaccurate. So that's why the Bible says that there will be people that will see God and say, wait, we 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 prophesied in your name. We we heal people in your name. We preach. We preach the word in your name. And he's going to say, depart from me. Not I knew you for a few months and you left me. Depart from me. I never knew you. So it's important not just to witness, but to witness with sound doctrine so people can be blessed by it. Amen. Now. Uh, there's a, a a story I wanted to use, and I think that uh, it, it it fits here because understanding that the reason we share the gospel to other people is because we are vessels, mm-hmm. right? I think the power of the gospel is is so powerful and unbelievable, and, and and so great because us as vessels we share. We don't have to change the heart. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit does that. That's right. He's just telling us, hey, tell them about me. Tell them what I did for you. Tell them what I did for your family. Tell them what I did for your friends, right? That's what he's telling us to do. So that's how we can forget about the the, the heavy weight, right? It can be frustrating sometimes or it can be difficult. Maybe it's a person that you look up to. 
that doesn't know God. Maybe it's a close friend and you don't want to hurt their feelings. But God is saying, don't worry about that. Right. You tell them. I'll fix the heart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not the Holy Spirit. So I can't make nobody believe in Christ. But what I can do is I can tell them about Jesus and pray that the Lord moves on them so they will believe in Christ. And I think that's the one of the most powerful things about witnessing is that God is so good. He said, all you got to do is tell them. I'll do the rest. You tell them about me. I'll reveal myself to them. I'll change their hearts. I'll change their minds. I'll, I'll transform their minds. All he needs us to do is to share the gospel. Now, uh, the third part, it says that witnessing is the door to salvation. I want to look at uh, verse 15. It says, how will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. And. I learned from from this scripture that uh, if you my, I think uh, my my mom used to say something. She's saying uh, if you haven't been sent by God, then you just went. <laughs> right. So God is in the business of sending us, but he's also equipping us. And I think that's so strong about witnessing too. God will equip you. He will coach you. <laughs> right. But he has given us the playbook, which is his word. Right. right. The word of God is what teaches us. It's what equips us. It's what prepares us to go out and preach the word and teach the word. Yeah. Right. So it says that how will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. And we have to study the word of God because our life is the constant sermon that we preach to other people. Yeah. The way we live is so vital to witnessing. Yes, it's it something that can't be overlooked. Because you think about the life that Jesus lived when he was telling other people, you know, who 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 um you know cast the first stone if I, I'm I'm getting uh mixed up, but he was without saying cast the first stone, right? He's saying that because he's perfect. So imagine if he's saying that, but he's just as bad as the people who accuse the adulterer. Right. So living a life that's pleasing to God and witnessing is important because people are waiting for opportunities for you to fall. So they don't have to believe in God. If we if we come on, if we if we're very honest, there are people who are saying, OK, uh, you know, Miss Ross, she said she believed in God, but yeah, we're going to see. I'm going to just keep watching. I'm going to see how she acts when she gets upset. I'm going to see how she acts when she gets angry. Yeah. i never forget uh, when I won uh, Employee of the Month at the school I was teaching, at a middle school I was teaching at a couple years ago. Lady asked me, well, you know, how do, how do you do it? You seem so happy at work. And I told her, I said, man, I ain't even trying to preach to you, but it's Jesus. It's the Jesus and me, because these kids bad. <laughs> they real bad. <laughs> Man, we had middle school, we had middle school kids flirting with the teachers and just being outrageous. They were selling drugs in the bathroom. And I'm like, the only way I can smile here is the Jesus in me. And that's how I can be faithful at my job, even though it's really tough. So even though I know she didn't ask me for a sermon. 
my witness and how I walked around the school and talked around the school opened up a door for me to tell her about Jesus. And that's what's so important. That's what's so important about witnessing the way that we live, not just the way that we talk, but how people see us react in different situations, how we go through tough times. Are we always defeated or do we have at least some kind of hope in Christ? Because that's what we tell other people to believe in. So people are looking for us sometimes and sometimes they're looking to see if you have hope so they can have the same hope that you have. Tony Evans uh, told a story about how uh, his mom came to Christ. So his dad came to Christ, but his mom uh, was not a believer. And he said that his mom would just fuss at his dad and try to make him angry. And Tony Evans said that he saw his dad continuously love his mom. Right. Just just faithfully and always care for her. And one day his mom came to Tony Evans' father and said, the more I try to make you hate me, the more you love me. And I want the same joy and the same love that you have. So Tony Evans' father loved his mom and his wife to Christ. Because what she wanted to do was make him fuss and make him angry because she didn't agree with the lifestyle and what he was doing. But he continued to walk right. He continued to talk right. right. He wasn't just saying we going to church and we need to obey the word. He was living it. And she had to say, okay, well, there has to be something different about my husband that has changed him. So maybe it's true. So I want the same thing. So there are people who are looking at us waiting and saying, man, okay, I'm going through this. They're going through this. Well, let me see how they handle it. And when we show them, hey, I'm going through a tough time, but I still have faith in Christ Jesus and he is still close to me and I still have hope in him. Then they say, well, man, I need the same hope because I'm going through something, too. And I don't have the hope that you have. So I want that hope as well. So the way we witness is very vital to our lifestyle. Lastly. Uh, as I as I go to my seat, we want to look at verses 16 and 17. And it says, however, they did not all heed the good news for Isaiah says the Lord who has believed our Lord who has believed our report. So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. And I want to read a scripture uh, Isaiah chapter 52, verse seven. It says, uh, it says, how lovely on the mountains are the feet of him who bring good news, who announces peace and brings good news of happiness, who announces salvation and says to Zion, your and says to Zion, your God reigns. So we have to remember that we have to go forth and we have to share the gospel and faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. So the scripture is telling us that. The only way somebody can have faith is that you're teaching them who is faithful. And that's Christ Jesus. So I can't tell you, hey, man, look, this is how I did it. And now I'm happy. Right. Or this is how I go through situations. And I think sometimes we have a habit to tell people, well, this is what I would do in that situation. And 90 percent of the time you probably wrong or what you did probably won't work for them. But if we give them Christ, he can work for everyone. 
right? So we have to remember that if we want to increase faith in other people, we have to teach them Jesus. Yeah. Not the, 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 the tricks of the trade that we use to get by, not things that we have. Now, you know, sharing wisdom that you have learned along the way, right? That's, that's fine, right? But ultimately, if we want someone to have faith in Christ Jesus, we have to remove ourselves. We can't continuously tell them to believe in Christ, but every time we tell them something, it's always me, 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 me. Well, I did this. Well, I do this. And I don't do that. And I don't do that. No, it's Christ who grows me. It's Christ who teaches me yeah. to be able to witness to other people. So as I close, the door to salvation is open when we preach Christ Jesus. Yeah. Our belief in the saving work of Christ or salvation uh, gives us salvation. Now, what is that? That is the belief that Christ was crucified, died and was raised from the dead with all power. Therefore, we must witness to how God created us in his image. We must witness to how God sent the redeemer of man because of our failure. We must witness to how God created the old covenant then send his son to fulfill it and establish a new covenant. We must witness to how Christ was crucified, raised up, and has offered us an escape from the eternal hell that we were doomed to. We must witness how Christ is coming back for his church and to judge mankind. We must witness to engage Christ with all that we have for lost souls, for salvation, and saved souls for sanctification. The question I leave you with today is witnessing important to you. Amen. May God bless the hearers and the doers of his word. Nothing.